Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Dr. Sashin, and you are listening to The Bliss Report. And I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for tuning in this morning. It is Tuesday, September 21st, and we are on the cusp of autumn here in the Northern Hemisphere. So welcome to all of my listeners up north who are thinking about pumpkin spice and vanilla spice, my personal favorite, bonfires and big sweaters, autumn leaves, crunchy sound of of beautiful foliage and um, cooler temperatures because it's been a hot summer. I know Megan Thee Stallion said we need to have a hot girl summer, but come on, y'all. It's a hot summer. Um, And hopefully this cooler weather will begin to bring so much needed relief to certain parts of the northern hemisphere that I've been roasting. And to my friends in the south, you all are on the cusp of spring. Look at you. Y'all are ready to come out of the winter and out of the cold and into the sun. And I have to say, I'm kind of envious of you. (laughs) I am a summer girl. I love and appreciate the heat of summer. I love and appreciate the beauty of Um, long summer nights and hot summer days and time by the water. But I appreciate fall. I really do. Winter, mm, y'all want to hear hear a different version of Dr. Sashin as winter rolls closer because I'm not a cold weather person. But I do love fall. I do love the slight crispness to the air um, up here where I live. And I love the changing of the trees. It's one of the things I did miss when I lived in the Caribbean was the changing of the seasons. Like you could feel it in the air a bit, but it wasn't quite the same. I'm a Midwestern girl. I grew up in Missouri, so I'm used to a hard four seasons. You know, you can definitely tell when one season is shifting hard into the next. And so I just got used to that. Um, And as I've moved around the country and I've gone to, you know, I've lived in various spots and I visited various islands at various times of the year, I always think about that time growing up in Missouri of the, the hard change of seasons. Because I do appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Not enough to move back, but I appreciate it enough to have a good nostalgia about it. So what's what's going on today? It is Tuesday. Health Tuesday. Um, talking about things that get us moving, moving our body, making us healthy, making us feel good about ourselves, making us look good in our skin, making us um, appreciate this body that continues to carry us forward, to elevate us, to allow us to put one foot in front of the other, whatever that foot may be wearing at the time, hopefully something really cute and comfortable for you. But we're, we're celebrating all things healthy body on Tuesday. So Today we're going to talk about health. We're going to talk a little bit about um, getting moving because, you know, fall brings a different rhythm to life. And I thought this would be a great time to talk about since we are days, I mean, literally the autumnal equinox (laughs) is either, it's tonight. Uh, This is the 21st. Yep, it's tonight. So we are officially crossing over. We are crossing over, guys. We're crossing over, ladies, into the fall. And the rhythm of fall is different than summer. You know, we begin to slow down. So we're going to talk about that. Um talk about some ways to remember who we are in the fall because mental health is just as important as physical health and the slowing down is actually really good I find for evaluation of where we are and what we're doing in our lives and we're going to talk about size versus health Ooh, controversy or not we'll get into all of it when we come back right after a word from our sponsor all right welcome back okay so 
<sighs> so many things. It's the 21st of September, and if you are a fan of music as I am, and I grew up in a Motown household with lots of amazing uh, soul music, then you know that it's the Earth, Wind, and Fire song. The 21st of September is playing everywhere, 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 which I love. And I would play it for you, but I do not have copyright permission to do so. But if you get the opportunity, you need to blast this song today. Just Earth, Wind, and Fire, September. Just put it into whatever uh, streaming service that you use and let that baby just get your juices flowing. There is nothing like a good piece of music to start your day, right? Like I listen to music all the, all, the, all day long. Unless I'm podcasting like I am now, talking to someone face-to-face, working with a client, um, helping my child with his schoolwork. Unless I'm doing something of that nature, I've got music playing in the background, whether it's... Um, uh, excuse me, music for meditation, whether it's music as I'm working out. If I'm working on something particularly hard, I'll play a certain kind of music. If I'm doing, uh, so if I have a mental problem that I'm trying to suss out, I'll play music without lyrics to it because I don't want to listen to, you know, I don't want to sing along per se, but I do want that stimulation because scientifically speaking, music helps to unlock certain parts of our brain. I love science. Um, so you'll hear me talk about it a lot, but music helps to unlock parts of our brain. So if you're feeling down, listen to something uplifting. If you're feeling blue, listen to something um, happy. If you're feeling melancholy, don't give yourself more melancholy music unless you just need to have a good cry. Because you know what? Having a good cry also very healthy for you. And if you are having a particularly hard moment, listen to your favorite sad song. That may be exactly what you need to help you get through the moment so that you can move on to the next thing. So the cathartic action of music in our lives to bolster us up, to lift us up, to bring us joy cannot be understated. So it's September 21st. Get in there and get yourself some earth, wind, and fire. Have a good time with it. Dance it around. I'm gonna get my son up and make him dance to it. He just doesn't know it yet. Okay. And like I said, we're also at the cusp of fall, fall season. Things are slowing down, but there are certain markers of, of life that can't slow down. So are you drinking enough water today? You know, I have a whole episode and I'm going to keep hammering on it about the, ne- the necessary um, drinking of enough water to keep your body hydrated, not just the illusion of hydration, but really hydrated because when you drink enough water, and like I said, there's a whole episode um, on this that I did a couple weeks ago. There's also a bonus episode on the different kinds of water that are out there in case you need some more information. Um, That's for subscribers. So hopefully you've been listening to it. Um, But, you know, we drink water and we think we're drinking enough water. And in reality, most of us are just not getting enough water in our day, in our in our everyday. Um, And so and it's unfortunately, it's a cumulative effect that has to continually be added to. So it's not like you can drink enough water on Tuesday and then not drink enough on Wednesday and you'll be fine. You actually need to keep drinking enough water at all times. So are you drinking enough water? Have you gotten your water in? Um, That's the first thing. Next, have you moved your body? And this is what we're going to talk about today, the moving of the body. At various points in time in my life, I have moved my body in various ways. I've practiced yoga. I've practiced, um, and when I say I've practiced yoga, I've been practicing yoga for 20 years. (laughs) Wow, I can't believe it's really been that long, but it really has. I've been practicing yoga for about 20 years now. And it is a practice part of my life. Uh, At various points, I've practiced it harder than others, depending on the, the needs of my body and my lifestyle. But wherever I've moved to, I've tried to find a, a studio that I felt like I could um, be comfortable in and because I'm a big woman. And so uh, I like to be comfortable in my yoga practice. <laughs> so let's be clear. But I practice all kinds of yoga. I've done 
power yoga, hatha yoga, Bikram yoga, Ashtanga yoga. I've done all kinds of yoga and it's a part of my life. It's kind of a part of who I am. I've transitioned more into um, yoga simply for stretching than I have for meditation and because I use I, I get my meditation a different way now, but it's part of who I am. So how are you moving your body? Um, I have at various points in time been a jogger. I will not say a runner, though I have run two 5k races and I'm very proud of that but one thing I learned uh, about running races is that I'm not really a runner I don't enjoy the process of running uh, training for a 5k is very different from training for a marathon but when you've never run at all training for a 5k is, is a big deal for you and so I ru I've run two 5k races and in the process of both like I said I've realized I'm just not really cut out to be a runner I'm very short more of a sprinter jogging is uh, it's just, I, I, I get no high. I never got the runner's high. It didn't matter how far I ran or how how rhythmic the, the pace became. It was just always painful. <laughs> and which is interesting because my sister is a runner. She loves to run. So there you go. But I did try it. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. You might want to think about as fall is rolling towards you, trying some new things, getting some new, um, getting some new a variety into your moving routine like how are you going to let your body transition into fall in a way that keeps it as vibrant as it is in summer but starts to acknowledge that fall brings with it a different feeling a different rhythm a different cadence to life and so what you may have done hard and fast in this in the summer you may not want to do in the fall and this includes going to the gym you know every day like I am some person, someone who needs to understand the, the, the way the day flows. And because the days begin to get shorter, the nights begin to get longer and chillier, it can sometimes be hard to keep the same workout routine because your body has a natural tendency to want to slow down. So what are you going to do to combat that? What are you going to do to shake that up and make sure that you can keep a consistent routine? And here's the kicker. You don't have to keep the same routine. This is the beauty of moving our bodies. We can do so many things and still get the benefits um, of practice in our body. So two things. Number one, did you know that 2,000 steps is one mile? One mile. If you can get 2,000 steps of anything done in a day, you have officially done a mile's worth of something. Whether you have shaken your groove thing and danced your way to 2,000 steps, whether you've walked around your office building three or four times, whether you went for a walk after work or after school or after whatever, you took the kids for a walk, you took the dogs for a walk, whether you got on your bike and just rode through, you know, on a nice bike path or bike, or bike trail whether you went and played tennis uh, after work or, or handball, whether you decided to go play basketball, whatever you've done. If you get 2,000 steps on your um, wearable, your wearable says 2,000 steps or your phone says 2,000 steps, you've done a mile, a mile. If you do a mile of anything every day or even three or four times a week, you are light years ahead of the rest of the world. And your mile doesn't have to look the same every day. This is what I'm talking about. Like our health is part of our life and we like variety in our life so we should put some variety into our healthy movement and so i love to dance i've taken dance lessons in the past i love all kinds of dance i'm not really good at all kinds of dance but in case you haven't noticed i don't mind trying something new and maybe looking a little foolish in the process and i also i just believe in having a good time with it so funny story i took <laughs> latin dance with a friend of mine girlfriend and i signed up for latin dance lessons we were so young we were so young we had no idea what we were doing but it was so fun we signed up for latin dance lessons at this ballroom it was so great at this ballroom um when i was living in kansas city and 
we had we went to these lessons and <clears throat> I think we took four or five lessons and then there was this dance that we uh that they that they throw for all of their students because you have to have a place to practice right so we go to this dance and our instructor's there and he just adored us which is fantastic uh so it was me and my best my, my bestie at the time and we had a blast but that's actually what started my love affair with Latin dance would I was like oh my gosh this is so fun I was never any good at it I'm still not great at it I mean I'm okay at it but I really enjoyed moving my body in that way and oddly enough side note that friend was also a runner I was surrounded with running people this is why I tried running this is what happens when you have good girlfriends they suck you into these strange endeavors like running and then you realize this is not for me this is for you all anyway I digress so but it was from that moment that I realized how much I loved moving my body in that way and that I was much more likely to continue moving my body if I danced more and so I've tried various dance-based cardio programs. I really loved Nia, which I still do um, on occasion. Um, and for those of you who are wondering what Nia is, it's N-I-A, uh, Debbie Rojas, uh, Rosas, and she's founded the, the Nia movement, and I really love that. Um, it's also where, you know, yoga fits into that. I've tried Pilates. I've tried so many various things. I've lifted weights. I love to lift weights too. So this is something I've, I've loved to do since high school. Um, the feel of my body with, with the resistance of weight, which is also why I like yoga because I can lift my own weight. The resistance of weight, fantastic. I love the way it feels. I love how it sculpts my body quickly. Um, I love, I can see the result as I'm working. I can see the muscles doing the things that they need to do. All this to say, ladies, how are you going to flip that routine for the fall? Days are shorter. Nights are getting longer. Um, our, so we're starting to dry out more. The, the season change is beautiful, but it also means that the air starts to get drier and drier. So your water intake needs to compensate for that. If you think you're drinking enough water, you're not. I'm going to keep repeating it. But it also means that you might want to think about changing the rhythm of your workouts, the, changing the rhythm of how you get movement into your day. So like I said, 2,000 steps, one mile. If you're someone who has never, ever, ever um, <clears throat> really gotten into moving your body because you're just not very physical, keep in mind, you just want to start small. Map a quarter mile, okay? So a quarter mile <laughs> of, um, so 500 steps. Take 500 steps extra in your week. That's it. That's all I'm asking you to do. 500 steps, whether that's running around the backyard behind your dog, your kid, or just walking down to the corner and back and keeping track of it until you hit 500. Just see how it feels. Just incorporate it into your day. Figure out where you can put it. Figure out where you can squeeze it in and make a commitment this fall to move your body, to move yourself. The air is going to feel better in your lungs. Oh, that crisp fall air. Breathing it in as you're moving your body in whatever way you want to. Allowing your the, the oxygen to come in and just hy hydrate your cells with good oxygenated air. That's something that... Um, that can't be bought. And it's free to everybody, right? You can t take 500 steps. Like you can get out of your car, park at opposite end of the mall, walk to the front door of the mall and walk back to your car and you've hit 500 steps practically, right? That's just, that's how easy it is to just get started for your health. Now, the other issue to address here, so I want you to get moving and I want you to drink water and I want you to get up and dance it out today because it's the 21st of September. And we, are, we owe it to Earth, Wind and Fire to get up and get off our butts and at least move for the length of that song. Now, the other piece I want, I want to talk about is 
the idea of beauty and health and physical physical health is really wrapped up in how the world defines what's beautiful and what's not beautiful. But I want to encourage you to look beyond social media. Because if you look at social media, no matter what kind of woman you are, we all see the same kind of woman pretty much telling us what the definition of beauty is for the moment. It shifts, it moves, it changes. You may not look like that. I don't look like that. I am a short black woman. I am very curvy, very hippie. I have short hair, wear a relaxed style. Um, I'm absolutely adorable, but I look uh, look very little <laughs> like the women that I see on the screen who I admire and adore and think are beautiful. I am always reminded of something that Jill Scott said in the book that I wrote. Um, and Jill Scott, the, the Grammy Award winning vocalist and actress, um, she talks about how, you know, there are so many varieties of flowers in the world and everyone's trying to be a rose, but not even roses are all the same. So why are you trying to be a rose, a, a white rose, when you're a red rose or a pink rose or an orange rose? And, and more to the point, why on earth are you trying to be a rose when you're really a lily? And not only that, why are you trying to be a tiger lily when you're really a calla lily? You see where I'm going with this? The idea of beauty has to be has to, to include the idea of variety in that beauty. We all love different things. We all want to embrace different things. And we're all beautiful in different ways. And so however you choose to make yourself feel beautiful, you want to embrace the body that you have, the place that you're in, and the beauty that you exhibit. And I say that because no matter how many steps you take, how much water you drink, how you shift your movements around to get those extra 500 steps in today, no matter what if your mind feels like you're not beautiful, none of that's actually going to work. None of it gets to work for you. And we want to we want to be here. Like we're on this side of the grass for another whew, 30 years possibly possibly. If you're in your 40s, you're looking down the road at another 30 years of bliss on this planet. Think about that. And so how do you want to live that? And and you want to how do you want to present that in your body? How do you want your body to help you get to, get to that? Because when we're talking about health, mental and physical, we're also talking about honoring the body that we have to get us the journey that we're on, to get us through the journey that we're on, period. So whether you are a big woman or a small woman, a tall woman or a short woman, whether you are an hourglass or an apple bottom, it doesn't matter. What matters is how do you feel in that skin? Where can you go in that skin? And will that body support your journey to get there? And so there's so much technology to help us track what we eat, track what we drink, track our steps, track our blood pressure, track our heart rate. If you, you know, track our, our healthy condition, there's no excuse anymore for not taking, the, not taking a moment to say, okay, this is how I want to look. This is how I want to feel. And this is what I'm going to focus on. And that does not mean that you got to focus on feeling like the red roses feel if you're not a red rose. If you're a lily, focus on how the lilies need to feel. And if you're a tiger lily, focus on how the tiger lilies need to feel. Not the cow lilies. You don't need to talk, talk to them. Talk to your tiger lily people. Find your tribe and make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who help uplift your journey to health mentally and physically. So on that journey to health, let's talk about this plastic surgery. I will be doing a whole bonus episode on plastic surgery at a later date. So look out for it. Should drop this week. Um, I have no, uh, just for the record, I have no aversion to plastic surgery. I think that women get to look and men get to look exactly how they want to look. And in 2021, you can, you can nip and tuck your way to whatever body you want to. Is there a line that gets crossed? Yes. I'm actually not going to talk about that today. Enough other, enough other people talk about that. There are enough podcasts that talk about the horrors of plastic surgery. There are enough shows that talk about plastic surgery and, and, and what goes wrong. Here's what I'm going to, going to say. 
when someone has plastic surgery done, they're getting it done because they feel like they want to enhance some part of their body that they don't, that they're not happy with, or they have come through something and they want to correct some part of their body that, that they feel needs correcting. For whatever the reason that you decide to engage in plastic surgery, that is your reason. You don't owe anyone an explanation for that. You get to decide what's good for you. Now, if that reason stems from places of body dysmorphia or a feeling of not being good enough, um, hopefully your your plastic surgeon has made you take some psychological counseling before they put you under the knife. But for our purposes in this episode, here's what I want to say about plastic surgery. If you want to nip it, nip it. If you want to tuck it, tuck it. If you want to lift them, lift them. Okay, end of discussion. Let's move on. And I only say this because a lot of people look at celebrity and they're like, oh, she had this done or she had that done. And you can tell, okay, I may wear a seaweed face mask to keep my face hydrated and to keep the, the laugh lines down. Another woman may choose to get her breast lifted because they're, they've sagged after four babies and she's tired of her nipples pointing towards the floor. If there are kids in the car, hopefully they, they understand that. Um, another person may choose to have uh, liposuction for, because they've lost a lot of weight and it's really difficult to bring things back to where they were if you've had rapid weight loss. There are so many reasons that women go under the knife or go under the suction or go under whatever. And what's most important is to remember, I'm a tiger lily, you're a cow lily, she's a rose. And however we want to maintain our flowery shape is on us. No judgment, no shame zone. That's what this is. Um, Speaking of no judgment, no shame zone, the last thing I want to chat with you about as we're wrapping up our Healthy Tuesday is size versus health. Oh, man. Whew, I am a short, round woman. There is no way to get around that. I don't hide it. I couldn't if I wanted to. If you see me on in, on the gram or on the book or in pictures, there's no doubt that I have got curves going for days and days and days. I, and And as such, I have to think about my weight all the time because my frame is only so big. (laughs) And so I'm not going any higher, but I can sure start to go outward. What's important to this conversation is to be healthy on the frame. However, the frame that you are in, whatever the frame is that's holding the rest of your body up, that would be your skeletal muscle, uh, your muscular structures, um, you know, muscles, tens and skeletons, that frame. However, that frame is holding up the rest of you. You just want to make sure that you're keeping the rest of you healthy and that that frame is able to do the work it needs to do. I am definitely not going to have the discussion on this podcast about size versus health in terms of obesity and the epidemic and things of that nature. And I'm not going to get into body shaming of any size, whether that's a size negative zero or a size 42. What I'm going to say is you have to know where your body is able to keep you in a state of health period. You have to know where your body runs efficiently and when it's not running efficiently, period. You have to decide then if it's not running efficiently, if you're willing to live with the inefficiencies or if you're willing to do something about it. You notice what I'm not saying is that you have to decide to lose weight. You notice what I'm not saying is you have to decide to be a certain size. You know what I'm not saying is you have to decide what your BMI should be. I am not saying any of that. What I am saying is you know your body. Remember, roses, mums, calla lilies, daisies, black-eyed Susans, sunflowers, all these different kinds of flowers, all these different kinds of people, all these different kinds of bodies. And since nobody is different, nobody has the same body, you have to figure out how your body <laughs> needs to be healthy and how your frame needs to feel to support the body that it's carrying around. And if that frame feels like it's doing its thing and it's efficiently running and you're clicking on all cylinders and you feel good, 
and you look good and you smell good and you taste good and all of those things are healthy things. If all of those things are clicking for you, you are doing your thing. Keep going, sis. Don't stop. But if you don't feel good, if you don't look good, if you don't smell good, if you don't taste good, if you're tired all the time, if your hair is falling out, if your blood pressure is high, if your feet hurt all the time because they're carrying the body, if you and regardless of what size body, right? Then either you need to change your exercise equipment, you need to change what you're putting in your body, you need to change how you're moving your body, you need to make a change so that your body feels healthy on the frame and the frame can carry that body easily, period. That's, the, that's what size versus health argument boils down to. I don't care what size you are. I care how healthy you are, period. And if you're happy and you're healthy, then your size will figure itself out. If you're unhappy and you're unhealthy, then your body will start saying, I don't know what's happening here, but I'm going to start shutting some things down until you figure some things out. Ultimately, wherever you find yourself on the spectrum of health, mental and physical, you have to be okay with where you are or you have to change. Because the last piece to this is the mindset. None of what I've said today is going to make any difference if your mind is resistant to the idea of your body looking or feeling a certain way. And that can be as, as, as simple as, you know, do you drink enough water? If your mind's like, I don't need enough water, then you're never going to drink enough water. But here's the thing, wherever you are, I want you to put on your big girl pants and say, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain. Regardless of how my body looks or feels, if I am willing to accept this moment as is, then I am not going to complain about it. And then don't complain. Continue to live your life. Continue to robustly get in there and embrace exactly where you are. And don't complain. Because when you complain, you bring yourself down and you make your life harder. If you're embracing where you are, regardless of where that is, because that's the best that you have at the moment, then build yourself up. Kudos to you. Kudos to you for being where you are and acknowledging that and accepting that and living your best, beautiful, big, bold life. Because that's what it's all about. Being healthy and happy for whatever amount of time that we have in this lifetime. All right, that was Healthy Tuesday. I hope that you found something useful in this episode and that you take away some important things. Move your body, drink your water, get get creative with your movement. Get your dance on because it's the 21st of September. But most importantly, make sure that your mind is in sync with with what's happening in your life. Because if you feel good, then you look good regardless of anything else. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Please, please, please subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a rating or a review. Help us grow the Bliss Report um, and get more listeners to come in and join the Bliss Tribe. And how are you going to move your body today? Leave me a comment on whatever platform you're listening and let me know like what's your go-to move. And are you going to change that for the fall? Are you going to spice it up a little bit? And how are you going to get those 500 steps into your day-to-day? An extra 500 on top of everything else that you have to do. I know it's so much, but how are you going to get it in there? let us know. Again, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, a review, because we are here for you. This is Sasheen, and I am out.